The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. All right, settle down, people. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. And it's doggy style. I've got another puzzle for you. If you are wise, you'll listen to gas, man. How the hell did they know that I got gas? A giant, hairy creature, part ape, part man. Indians call him Gas Man. Get, get, get a lick of this loving. Man, you got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. Hate on me for making this song. Got gas on your mind. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. And my grandmother said to this woman... We're gonna do that gas thing? Yeah, we're gonna do the gas thing. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Missing me come from California. Missing me not a rag a soldier. But we don't care about the molder. Because we see the ready break the music break through the molder. Lump it a lampa. Feed them a eat it for supper. We cannot fit in them lumpers Because we pump up the sound with the boom bye bye Boom bye bye This type of breaking music won't be denied You know we try and we try What a breaking music stuck with the deaf and the blind Sweet Valentina She was the prettiest thing She was the love of my life Kiss her goodbye Sweet Valentina She was my little Christina You know it breaks me all up inside But I kiss my baby and I tell her goodbye Boom, bye, bye But I wanna see no tear in your eye You know it hurts me inside To let you go out into this poor world outside
Me give her one last caress. Me feel the back of her neck. Me feel the warm skin on mine. Me I go tell her goodbye. She put her hands to me face. She give me one last embrace. She give me baby fish kiss. And she say baby goodbye. Project Out of Bounds, Boom Bye Bye is the tune from Love Tone. That's their album, San Diego Music, for you guys here on voiceamerica.com, the Variety Channel. And Matt, the intern's with us. What's up, Matt? What up? I kind of noticed that I said, you know, going global with gas, man, real fast. So I didn't right. give you a chance. So It's fine. Um, you're going, on time. You're going global with gas. Man. <laughs> Just to be, like, kick it off officially, man. What's up, man? How you doing today? What's up? Oh, you, oh, you moved to the studio, so... I wanted to run around and sound cool. Yes, you are. All right. You, you were just in the other room. Now you're hanging out with us here in, in the studio. So uh, we're going to chat, man. We're going to catch up a little bit from uh, last week, what went down in my life, at least. And then also we're going to uh, have a phone call in from San Diego. Medicinal Mike will be calling us. Very funny comedian. He's putting together a lot of shows. He acts. He does a lot of stuff. He's very uh, active in the cannabis culture. So we'll get to talk to him, play some drug code, which he says he can, he can sniff drugs out. So basically, you brought a ringer in. It's not really a ringer because you know drug code. How we play that game is I play a clip of a commercial, you know, from a prescription drug. And you have to guess which drug it is. But with the moniker like medicinal, yeah, Mike, yeah, that sounds like you're bringing in a ringer. Yeah. It's, it's by phone though, you know. So and I, yeah, at, are you like? Do you, are you trying to lose this game? Is that the point of bringing in medicinal Mike to show well, like all, how humble you are? I can't lose at the game. Uh, <laughs> Let's okay. just keep that right. Because I'm, I'm the one who's running the game. Right, but last week when yeah. we had Gary Cannon and Brian, Brian Ritchie, Ritchie yeah. on at the end of the show. We didn't do it. You were like, I won, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but that, like, was for, that was porno music or not, though. But that's a game. That so is a game, You're the right. host of that show, too, okay, right? Yes, you are. All right, so that's right. my point. Okay, well, yes, I guess. I, but no, I'm, Why would I bring a ringer in? You're trying to, make, to win. Wait, but yeah, why would I bring a ringer in, though, to make me lose? Challenger, maybe? Well, I mean, it's going to be good. All it's right. going to be good. We'll play drug code. There's a few different variations of drug code. You know, we play the uh, the the um, the side effects of drugs for so those. You just give me the hard ones. Prescription drugs on commercials. Okay. Or I'll uh, we'll do like a little the code sentence. You know, okay. the word in the sentence. If that's a, we'll do that later. Fill on, in the right. blank. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So last week, let's catch caught up. Let's get everyone All caught right. up here. 
Uh, by the way, my name is Kevin Gassman. <laughs> you can call me Gas. It's Man. all good. And uh, we're here every day, every Saturday from every 1 day? to 3 p.m. Well, I mean, we are well, here. We are. <laughs> it's a different story. Exactly. The VoiceAmerica.com studios allows us to play around on Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. We're glad, we're glad you are here as well. And it's funny because, you know, we looked up, up our numbers and people listening to the program all over the world. We have listeners in China, okay. Vietnam, Vietnam, Russia. Wow. London, Germany. I can see London. That's cool. And Apache Germany. Junction. Well, that's local. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. It's worldwide, though, you know. Apache Junction. I think Australia, too. Australia. Yes. Well, if you're listening right now down under on the podcast format or, like, live, hello. <laughs> Don't do that again. Oh, we have... We have uh, Don't do that again? We, couple, we have actually a couple hosts that hello. are from Australia that are doing shows on our network. On The Health, we have Grace Goller. She does hers on Friday at noon. Correct, yeah. And then we have a show on the Business Channel with Bob Pritchard. And uh, really thick, heavy Australian accents. And I love it, too, man. Because this network has, like, it's, we're, we are global. You know, this network is. And we have shows from Africa. I do a show on Thursday mornings. I work for uh, uh, Yomi Garnett. Does Yomi. a show. Yomi Garnett does it from Nigeria. Yeah, he calls up and does a show. It's pretty amazing. Interesting. Lots of things to offer on voiceamerica.com. So what are you tuning into this? What are we going to offer you here? Well, we're going to offer you some great music that you can't find anywhere else unless you really look hard because there's so much out there that we want to kind of be the place for tomorrow's music today. You know, I I mean, not to kind of give a cheap plug um, to another show. However, uh, you know, we got other great shows on the network, on the Variety Channel. So, I mean, check them out. Pick your uh, poison. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. There's a lot of helpful business shows, um, health shows. Financial shows. Um, All right, and, let's let's and, talk. And we're here for something else. All right, Voice America. <laughs> what are we here for, Matt? <laughs> right, we sound like a PBS, good... but like, donate money now and we can continue to help this dog. Well, you can do that, too. If you want to sponsor the radio show, send That's me an true. email, kevin at withgas.com. Oh, I'll be very happy to field those ones. <laughs> nice segue. Um, yeah, that's two S's in gas. So Kevin at withgas.com is my email address. So last Sunday, I'm over at the Comedy Club. As If you remember last weekend, I did a comedy set over at Stand Up Live downtown Phoenix for my friend Brian Ritchie and Gary Cannon, who were right. here last week. So if you want to listen to that show last week, you can. It's up there podcasted. We talk about it. Everything's fine. But I went Sunday to see their final show over the weekend, and I'm on the patio hanging out, and there's a restaurant, and there's the comedy club. And I'm just chilling, hanging out, and these four dudes walk by next to me, and we start a conversation, and they're all from France. They're all Air Force men from France. They're staying at Tucson, working on some top-secret stuff. Took a couple days off to go to Phoenix, Wow! and I, here I am chatting with them. And the one thing they were saying that kind of struck a chord with me oh, here we was go. how much they love America and how much they love Americans. Because isn't that the opposite of what we've been told about French people, right? Why? Why? Yeah. Why do they love America? Yeah. Love French? There's got to be a reason. This is where the story's going, right? Yeah, well, and the, the reason they think <laughs> is the reason why America is so great is because everyone has guns and trucks. What? Yeah, it's the American dream, Matt. To have a gun, and he asked me, "Do you have a gun?" I go, "I don't. I don't, I don't own a gun. I don't care about gun. I, that's fine. I don't. The Second Amendment. I don't. Right. I, I can leave it alone. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Do what you got to do. Yeah, if you're gonna own one, that's fine. I mean, do you need thirty guns? You only have two hands. Probably not. Probably don't need 30 guns. Two guns. You could probably get away with, like, one. One gun per hand. Yeah. Or, just, not, I mean, or even fair. just one gun. Like, get a nice big gun. <laughs> yeah, but we were chatting with these guys, and, you know, it was, it was, it was cool because having to, you know, get that cultural misinformation straight, you know, about what he thinks about America and what we thought about, you know, about France and the whole deal. And, 
thinking about when we go to America, like why do French people hate Americans? Because I think when we go to Amer- go to France, we're not respective of the culture. We're not patient enough to work with them and in their vibe. I think we want to go out there and create and bring our own vibe. So are you saying that the Americans who travel to France and maybe other foreign com- countries around the world, everything is because we've been so acclimated to go, 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 maybe, you know, like, oh, I need this now. Or you got to deliver this food to me now, and it has to be this certain way. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think or anybody, I need a product this way. I mean, do you think that's what you're referring to? Well, look, I mean, not fitting into the vibe, just relaxing. Anywhere you go, you should you sh- you're, you should acclimate to the spot you're going to. That's what I don't like about when you know people living in Phoenix. All you know, people from back east, they can't stand the heat out here. If you ever go to a person's house from back east in the summertime, it's like 40 degrees in their house. Nice. Even if it's like 80 outside, it's still – it's still it Sounds great right now. It's, yeah, it's about 100 degrees today. But I'm just saying it's like they can't acclimate and they, and they, they don't understand the vibe of the, of the southwest. Right. It's a little more relaxed, a little more slower, not so fast-paced as they're used to back east. But when they come out here, they don't acclimate. And I think when people travel to different countries – I'm not saying all, but there's a few that probably that most likely ruin it for you know, the whole bunch – that just are just disrespectful Americans that go out and, and, and travel and, and not respect who, where, where they're going and understand where they're going. So basically, East Coast people are ruining Arizona, bastards. <laughs> well, that's that's what Kevin ex- Gassman just said. That's an example. I, I have good friends from back east. Go ahead and email him your thoughts. At <laughs> Kevin at with gas. I'm just saying, com. man, it's funny because they, just, it just, they don't really seem to – want to change themselves. Back East people don't really change them. I don't say Back East. I'm talking about more, more the New York style. You know, that they just are, they are who they are. They come out here and they represent New York really well. Okay. But you'll never see like somebody and talk to them and get to know them and then all of a sudden, oh, you're from Back East? I never, I wouldn't have never picked that. But no, mostly you can pick somebody out who's from the Back East. Okay, I see what you're saying. There's a a way they present themselves yes. that is noticeable yes. to people who live on, say, the West Coast. Right. Left Coast. Left Coast, Left where coast. we're from. That's right. A little more laid back, a little more relaxed. And we're going to hit up some Southern California ourselves. Uh, by, by the way, uh, last night, the uh, Battle of Hockey for Southern California went down. Boom. L.A. Kings, baby. That's right. That's my team. That's my team. That's your team? Let's do it. Two Kings beat the San Jose Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks. Man, they own California. I know. I got to see all these little people on Facebook for like the last two weeks. Yeah, it's awesome. Take beat L.A., beat L.A. <laughs> I just sat there quietly. Sasuke, I was just going to sit here and wait. I love that, you know, the beat L.A. I always wonder, though, if the Lakers played the Clippers in basketball, would the crowd chant beat L.A.? <sighs> I think it would more or less be like, get out Clippers, get out <laughs> Clippers. But no, actually, they, I mean, they've turned the tide, I mean, within the last couple of years as far as being a great basketball franchise. And this definitely, you know, leads into what we should be talking about, and that's Donald Sterling. Yeah, we'll do that when we come back. So let's jam a tune. We'll, we'll do a double shot of Project Out of Bounds because I already had this game, this uh, Another song. one we just opened with them. I know. I'm going to play double shot because so I want gonna, to. Okay, so we're going to just play one more. We'll play one more. It's called Your Game. Okay. Which isn't really about basketball, but. All right. It's got the word game in it. Okay. <laughs> Some more reggae music. We'll be back. We'll talk Donald Sterling, a few more stories in the world of sports as well. Why not, right? You're going global with gas. Man. And we're hanging out with you here on the voiceamerica.com channel until 3 p.m. Pacific. So get ready because we're going to open the phone lines when we return. She said there's something dark inside I can't describe. It's always been in me. A certain kind of paradise for suicide and other dead in seas. Go! Go! 
Every song is good to the last drop here, man. As you go on Globe with Gas, man, <laughs> Matt's on his way in. See, I don't think people understand what we've got to go through here since it's a two-man show today. No guests. You know, we'll have a phone caller in next hour, Medicinal Mike from San Diego. Very funny comedian who will be joining us a little bit later on. Man. But right now. Sorry. Yeah, you're just late a little bit delay. too late. Um, Matt's in another room setting up like when the song gets done so the mics get turned on. And then Matt will walk over to the studio. So that's why when I called for gas, man, you weren't there. I'm sorry. It's okay. 
It's disappointing. <laughs> um, let's talk sports right now. I'm going to get into this Donald Sterling story. Of course, he's the owner of the LA Clippers, Boo. who got fined two point what five million something, and uh, he's, he's banned from NBA for life. Well, what they say right now, right? Uh, he ended up saying something. I think we mentioned it last week. He said uh, I should have paid her off. But then he went on Anderson Cooper this week, and he said some other things that he's retracting everything. It's he's just kind of turning his story around and around. Like, of course, I let girls come into the locker room, girls that were family members. Like, like he's just so like evasive in answering all of Cooper's questions when you right. watch the interview. Do you think it's it's one of those points where you know this guy is so old, he's so ingrained with his thoughts and his mentality that you know he's not going to change and he's showing that he's not going to change by fighting against what he's what he even said now granted what was recorded was considered illegal you know i mean we should never have heard what he said however he does have a track record of being not so favorable towards poor people and black people yeah he should have been kicked out of the league when you know he had i mean when he was trying to evict tenants for their race i mean i read a story about a woman who went blind um, and she was hanging out in her apartment, and the mother and the daughter lived right around the corner from each other, and the daughter would, like, you know, check in on her mother every now and then. So she'd come in there, and the mom would have, like, floods all over the house, debris, garbage, blah, 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 but she couldn't really do anything about it because Donald Sterling wouldn't come fix it or his company wouldn't come fix it. Wow. And as well, on top of that, the mom would, they were trying to evict Donald, like, they were trying to evict her, and the mom was like, well, I'm paying my rent. I'm not leaving, you right. know, so, and, and she ended up dying. So, I mean, they ended up settling out of court. So, I mean, that there's instances like that, though. I mean, that's just one of yeah. many. Like, this is not the first time Donald Sterling has be, been vocally against a, the opposite race or sex of any right. nature. So, I'm not shocked. However, it's I, what I what shocked me was a statement by I heard that LeBron James was has made a statement, you know, privately that if Donald Sterling is still the owner next year, he's boycotting. So it'd be interesting to see how many him and other players wouldn't play if Donald Sterling isn't evicted like fully from the league. I you mean, you can only imagine what the Clippers are going through. I mean, are they they done? Is that series over? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, man. Maybe you can look it up real quick. I've been doing other. I've been music stuff, man. Like we've been trying to focus. Clippers and uh, the Oklahoma Thunder. Like were... we're talking about it, we don't even know. Well, you know the thing is, uh, sports for me. Oh, uh, they're done. The Clippers are out. They have lost. It's uh, it looks like uh, as far as tomorrow. Oklahoma City plays San Antonio in the West okay, final. No one's going to watch that. And Miami and Indy in the East. Which... No one's going to watch that. There's got to be the, 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 the least favored basketball teams involved <laughs> in, much. The, in the Final Four. I mean, if OKC hadn't left Seattle, maybe they'd have a chance at getting some ratings. But uh... Oklahoma, San Antonio, Miami, and I, Indiana. I mean, well, Miami's got LeBron. That's what sells. My, that's the know. sexy team. That's they the are sexy the sexy team. team. This is, they're going for that three Even, But the Clippers were a sexy team. But yeah. you bring this thing in the fold. I mean, you know this chick who's, who recorded Donald Sterling. I don't know even know how long she had this tape, but she waited for the right time to drop it. One could make you think that maybe it was a conspiracy to take down the Clippers this year, right? You know what I mean, right? They're playing really yeah. well. All of a sudden, now you got a racist owner. You know, you look like I don't know how like, you. Oh, look. now okay, it was okay when you were a crappy owner and a crappy team because no one cared about you. But now that your team is awesome and the right. spotlight's on you, I'm gonna hit you hard. Right. Someone waited and plotted. It was like, all right, Sasuke, I'm away in the background, right. and then like when, I, when you don't expect it, I guess <laughs> you. Been, made, been waiting thirty years to drop this tape. <laughs> this tape is actually from right. 1982. 1982. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been. A, she's been holding to this forever. She's a wicked looking chick too, man. Like eating oatmeal. Yeah. What's what's her name? So. Um, 
Sol- I was gonna get. Her, I was gonna get her name with Solange. Solange, the Beyonce yeah, one. Yeah. Right? Can we talk about that? Let's let's segue that really quick. What? What's about? What, what about that, man? Okay, you have you seen? Wait, wait. You have Beyonce and uh, what, who's he, who's she married with? Jay Z. Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, it's a this is going global. So, yeah, it's yes, going man. global, man. I, I'm more. I'm more about the more important stuff. Okay? No, I understand. But this is you know. I got what, an email. They, they, were in, they were in an elevator. They got into a fight, and the Beyonce left with her sister. Leaving Jay Z alone, but that's not gonna. I mean, what, what's your thoughts? I don't even know what's, what else is going on. Uh, yeah, essentially, they got into an argument over something. They don't know what it is. Uh, I ended up watching. I don't know. I I got an email about this so, from who? Like I don't know. Like something, and I ended up watching. Are you it. like? Do you sign up for email alerts for Beyonce? No, of course not. But it was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh my god, Jay Z beats up somebody. And it was like a Facebook, maybe an email, and right. then all of a sudden I read it, and it was like. Then I ended up watching. ended up watching Wendy Williams for like ten minutes, and she does this whole breakdown of how she thinks that there's more than meets the eye, and that you know, like <laughs> if you see they get into separate cars at the end, right? And you can see that you know Beyonce was not upset at first; she didn't stop it, like so it was like a normal thing for them, right? So maybe uh, Jay Z is uh, fooling around with some other girls. Is the uh, word on the street? Yeah, well, the speculation is all over the place, right. and will we ever know the answer? Probably not. But do we really care? No. No. But the funny thing is, is that Jay Z was one of a bunch of male celebrities that had a meme photo. They took a photo of themselves. I saw that. It was a meme. The cat of, one? Uh, no, it was the uh, get get our girls back because you know the the deal that's going on okay, in Africa. Right. They they kidnapped all those girls. Right. So you know, like Ashton Kutcher and Jay Z, all that signs. Johnny Depp. Real right. men don't. Steal girls or whatever it is, and like, whatever. Okay. I, don't, I don't. I don't really get the message. You know, who are you telling? Well, did you see the video of the cat that saved the person from the dog? Yeah, but what, where are you getting that from? This there was a meme with Jay Z where he oh, was, was holding uh, like a poster <laughs> yeah. where instead of that girls thing, and yeah. it said like it had the frame of the cat, and it said, "I wish this cat had saved me in the elevator." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that, but I also saw another one where they they superimposed uh, Jay Z's meme where instead of saying you know real men don't. I don't know, steal girls. It says, uh, get, get our girls back and we'll give you Solange. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. That is messed up. All right. But you got to open yourself up to those memes, you know? That's just, Ann Coulter did it. Like, I feel like when you get a meme, that's when you got famous. So I look forward to getting my meme. Yeah, I tried a meme. Yeah. I have a few out there. I mean, like, so I want someone to make one of me. Medicinal Mike made one of me. He's your, he's our guest oh, next hour. Oh, look at me. I'm Kevin Gass. Yeah, I've been you, in the radio business for 14 dude, it's, years. It's, I got a meme. It's awesome. It's uh, a photo of me in a car, in my car, and a club kid who's dressed up to the to the hilt. He's got this outrageous, extravagant outfit on, and he's standing outside my door. I'm looking outside my window, and like looked like a transaction was about to be made, you know? And all he wrote, it was I don't a, get it. <laughs> I don't follow you. you don't, you know. I mean, you're going to have to show it. <laughs> I'll show you the meme. We'll talk to Mike next hour. We'll talk about that. Okay. All right. Other than that, uh, in the world of sports, I don't know what else is going on. You talked besides... about that a college football player. Yeah, this Idaho. This guy, was uh, he's homeless, and he's a D1 uh, new recruit to the school. Wow. But he can't accept any aid for you know housing or food. He's got to remain homeless. Wait. He's playing football? Yeah. For the college? Uh-huh. Why doesn't... He's not in yet. He's not in yet. No. Oh, so he just got in. Yeah, he's just there, and now he's homeless. Like you know, because football practice is early. You know, they have, they can't oh, wait till school starts for football. So, wow. guy's homeless, and and he can't get any financial aid from the school. They can't give him anything. Why is this no a story? No one can give him anything. 
I just thinking it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. That you have this, the student who's coming to your school. He's homeless now. No one can take care of him because it's against the rules. Where's our sympathy? Where's our empathy? He's got a month. That's the sympathy. He can move in in a month when they start summer session. That's yeah. that's what it really know, comes man. down to. So I bet you their thought process is, is he's, this kid's going to tough it out for a month and he's going to show his true colors. And if he fights through it, then when they open up the school in a month, when everybody can start attending again, they'll probably get in. I, I guarantee you somebody's taking a minute at this point. Some church said, come live with us, well, come stay with be, us. Well, right. But, I mean, should, the, should somebody get penalized he, for he that? He can't get penalized for that. I know. Not for staying at a church. That's a public organization. It's a nonprofit organization as well. It's just so There's frustrating. There's a loophole in that I, aspect. I know, but, it's you like know, a shelter. why don't we just pay our college students? No, to, I agree, to be, but to be well, technically he's not on the he's, he hasn't started there. Right, he's not, not a student, yet, right. so I mean, there's he's in a gray area right now. Let's get into a gray area. I think if he had been smart and he knew he was going to be a professional football player, if you want to look at the other side of the coin, could have gotten a job last year, made sure to save up, he had enough living, stay in a hotel for a couple months while he's out there. Yeah, got to look at different angles though. So anyway, go ahead, let's move on. All right, let's uh, play a couple tunes. All right, all right, we got a two shot. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back, and we're going to discuss the iPhone. Oh, Apple. Yeah, because you have something about that. And you have Apple. Uh, I have a story about well. that. Yeah, and maybe somebody else in the world of corporatism. Oh, more political uh, jargon. No, yes and no, but we'll get into some of that. The food you eat. Man. <laughs> it's, uh, man the number man. seven kid. This is the Wiley one. However, they are called the Wiley Ones now. They're based out of Phoenix, Arizona. They travel all around the world, and these guys are amazing. Take a listen to this. This is kind of old stuff. They are bringing in some new stuff pretty soon, and we will get him in studio muy rapido. His number seven kid again. It's the Wiley Ones here on uh, Going Global with Gas. Why did it matter? Well, without it, he would scream and shout. Why was he worried? Well, I guess he was full of doubt. Why did he leave? I don't know. One day I thought he might. I guess it all just happened when he started to write. Yo, my fingers pluck strings that make me think things. I'm a guy on the fringe of a guitar binge. It's automatic. My brain is sporadic. Man, I got a problem over here because I'm a musical addict. Because without the dark, it would never shine. I'm too busy with mine to try and change your mind. So I grab my guitar with the quickness and let out the sickness and shake my wrist like a fist because the shit list is leading up too full to swallow it. Up, chuck, and throw it up. Fucked up tomorrow. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Ah, oh, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Ah, oh, it'll be okay. Go ahead and give me a bad hand. I'll catch it on the river You can drink all night But can't guarantee your liver I miss the old school Loving with the soul When it was more about the music Than the money or the clothes What matters to me At the end of the day Friends, family, love, life And guitar play Cause good music Is full for the spirit, for the spirit. I'm underground right now Soon you'll hear it Soon you'll hear Cause it. you can't love yourself Till you love what you do Work in divinity There's plenty of energy, dude Keep working harder Here the beats to Mine. Even if I'm sober, can't walk in a straight line. Keep feeding me drama, I won't get in line. Gotta be the river here and there at the same time. I'm using, I'm using by losing confusion. The movement is soothing, I'm moving and grooving. I'm breaking, maybe taking some timing, but I'm rhyming. Loving expression, perfection, change my perception. 
The level of aggression is getting higher. It gets higher, higher, burning fire. I'm making music like a choir. I got the wine, let's pop off the cork. I'm ready like a Freddy on New Year's in New York. Mix it all together, yeah, I had to sing this. The number seven kid, yeah, I'm the guitar linguist. Keep working harder here, the beats to feed the mind. Even if I'm sober, can't walk in a straight line. Keep feeding me drama, I won't get in line. Gotta be the river here and there at the same time.
one of the most electric bands I've seen on stage in quite some time. Warner Drive is the name of them. Faking Smiles from their album OK KGO, which is a really cool album, by the way, which they kind of model after a radio station. So when you turn on the album for the first time, it's you know the station changing stations, which you can't do anymore. You know everything's so digital. When you change your radio stations in your car, you don't hear the scratchy of the you know the from, good from one radio to another radio station. I don't like that. You don't like that? That's annoying. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Glad they got rid of it. Or the snow, you know, when you watch TV and you get to a channel that doesn't have anything on there, they don't have those anymore, like the the snow, the white snow picture. You look lost. No, I know. I'm just trying to find, like, an an example of that radio, that sound I'm talking about. It's just, you know, because everything's digital. Even even this. All right. This this is done. Anyway, going global (laughs) with gas, man. Submit your music to Kevin at Kevin at withgas.com. You're going to confuse him. Say it again. Kevin at with gas, that's G A S S. Yes. Dot com. Yeah. And you know who made the mistake of not putting the extra S? Me. I've done that multiple times. Yeah. And I'd be like, why are you getting my email? I always have people emailing me, thanks, gas, and it's one S. I'm like, don't you pay attention? Gas man. Everything's two S's. Everything. Wherever you look on our website, I'm not this talking and that. about gas from your butt. No. I'm talking about Kevin Gas Man. By the way, the gas man. You can find it on uh, Facebook. Going global with gas man is on there, and you can uh, find me online. Our my website is just withgas.com, and that's the, the 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 hub, the portal you can check out where you can listen to my radio show every day of the week, which I'm on Monday through Friday from five to eight p.m. on ninety three point nine FM KWSS. Cheap plug. Dr- driving with gas. Feeling love. Man. Cindy Love. Cindy Love hasn't been there in a couple weeks. Whoa. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure if she's going to be back Okay, or not. okay. Well, let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> wanna, I, uh, I had a partner know. for two years, and things kind of came to an end recently. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, that happens, you know. It's, it's part of the biz. So you're solo now? And I'm, I've been solo for the last two weeks. Why yeah. are you tell me this? Oh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not – I'm on the hottest show on – the Variety Network right now. Well, that's true too. So I mean, the thing is, you know, we're we're, we're making things happen here on uh, Variety, uh, uh, the Variety Channel, VoiceAmerica.com. Voice yes. America, exactly. live internet talk radio. Yeah, we'll make things happen here. We're going to have some really cool guests coming up in the next few weeks as well. I'm I'm excited about this. About who? You got like a special guest in your pocket? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Get people excited. About I'm excited it. about this. <laughs> talk about your iPhone. Okay, so I recently saw an article that stated that somebody's suing Apple. And the reason being, when you send a text message from an Apple device to a non-regular Apple device, Android, Google, whatever, it doesn't receive said text message. And the reason being is if you were a former iPhone holder or iPhone phone carrier and you got an Android, your messages are still technically linked on the iMessage server or that number is associated. So when you try to send a text message to an Android user, it, they don't receive it. So someone's so, actually suing Apple because essentially iPhone owner cannot send text message to Android owner. Okay, so what you're saying is if I had an iPhone Correct. with my number and I said no more iPhones, I'm changing to an Android but keeping my number. Correct. I'm not getting any more texts. You're not going to be able to send any text messages to any other iPhone owner now. Hmm. And that's what happened. Why are they doing that? Why are they isolating themselves? Well, you know, they want to be a global conglomerate and right. control everything. I mean... But it doesn't work that way. Not for communications. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's one thing to be on... I'm it, not on Facebook. You know, you got to find me on, on Stitcher or whatever, whatever it is. You know, I'm just saying is like, you're just... Yeah, but see, Apple doesn't look at themselves like a phone carrier. 
they look at themselves as a advanced technological media com- media communications conglomerate. Right. So in that instance, and let's say there is no phone service, right? You can still use your Apple device on a Wi-Fi to make a phone call or make a Skype. So they they have to look at it as okay. Well, this number is now associated with our iPhone server. So right. oh, you're leaving? Yeah. Um, no, we're going to go ahead and keep that number. Um, yeah. There's you so won't. much bullshit with uh, with iPhones and it, just with Apple in general. Even with the computers, they're not compatible with anything else. You right. got to get only Apple products. And it's you got to be very linear with that stuff. I, I saw a story here. This might change people's minds for joining iPhones or not. Um, when police, when there's a police situation and there's an emergency, apparently it's in the works for Apple and iPhones to shut down so you aren't able to record or videotape the altercation. Another reason to get rid of your Apple device. Yeah. How scary is that? You got like this thing going down. Well, you already... think this is gonna be the best video on YouTube? And you pop it up, and the note says, "Sorry, due to police activity, your phone has been shut down temporarily." Well, I mean, it's just more controlling, right, from the feds. Yeah, I mean, it goes to already to you can't technically protest in a violent way, and I mean, not, I mean, not violent, but you can't really protest now in a general area populace of a Secret Service agent. Yeah, and normally the Secret Service is with said politician, in which you want to, you know. Be like, fuck you, dude. Well, it's scary, though. What's scary about it is, you know, I don't know anybody that is, like, for this. You know, we talk about, like, who's really all for it? Nobody is. They just tell us, and this is the way it is, the news perpetrates it as a news story because they're chicken shit to even do their due diligence and background checks on the stories that they provide to us. So they're just – they're milling stories. You ever see – It's all distractions. Well, the thing is – it's funny. I think uh, The Daily Show did this with Jon Stewart. They took – like the same story was running around the whole country. I don't know. Maybe like a dog got lost. Whatever. It doesn't matter what the story was. But they went to like about 20 different news channels around the country, and every single news channel started the story off with the same sentence. So it's almost like here's the story. You guys just say it. You don't, have to, don't even rewrite it. The same opening line to the story, the right. same punchline, whatever it is, it's all universal. So doesn't that make you think? Well, I mean I've also seen like – I saw someone online where it was like uh, – I don't know. It looked like Uncle Sam, and in, in one hand he had, was holding the blue color of the Republican, and then in the other hand he had the color of the red hand of the Democrat. Uh-huh. Well, it, red's Republican. Whatever. I don't follow politics. <laughs> anyway, it was like, who do you think is really controlling both? You know what I right. mean? Right. Of course. Right. I mean, that's the thing. The illusion is that there are choices, but there really aren't. They're just giving us that, so we think we can pick the right person when, in actuality, we're not. It's all about the money. It's whoever's got the most money to pick their guy. Right. And whoever's going to benefit them, not necessarily the 1%. But the jig is going to be up soon. The jig is already up. It it's is, just people aren't right. really to do anything about it yet. Well, that's what it is, right, until it really hits home. And what's it going to take to hit home? That's the problem. You know, we got all these uh, corporations and, and our Supreme Court even doing some messed up things. Fire sale, man. If we have a fire sale where all technology and everything just shuts down and we're yeah. all out of money, everyone's going to hit the government hard. What are those called? They're uh, electronic waves or something like that. It's, it's, a, it's actually a bomb that they've exploded in the it's sky. It's called like a fire something or a fire they, something. They, they blow it up in the sky. It doesn't like – it's not debris or like a fireball blow up. Right, right, right. It's an electronic magnetic blow up. Boom, right. And it, it destroys all electronic everything. And you know what that means now? Cars. Interesting. Your phones, your computers, your house, everything. If your house is wired up electronically. My scooter's going to be fine, dude. Your scooter will be fine. Uh, My car, I don't know. It's kind of a new one. It might not start because there's a computer in it. 
All know? that will be shut down. Scooter baby. Yeah, they were. It's pretty crazy stuff that's out that's there. That's why man. I got a scooter, people. <laughs> Cheap gas. Make sure the government don't mess with ya. You look real cool taking your date out. You know what? Don't be upset that I can actually get chicks to jump on the back of my bike. In yeah. fact, I got a female to come on the back of my bike last Sunday. Okay. Which segues into the fact that, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Gassman will be hosting the Medicinal Comedy Hour, <laughs> Power Hour, tomorrow night from 8 to 10. There's really no rhyme or reason for the show. There's no order. Up or, and smoke. We're, we're never organized. We're just kind of bouncing shop. around. Yes, I'm doing a comedy show tomorrow night. Let's talk about this real quick. Um, okay. Craft Foods. How about this for a story headline? We're oh, talking about I some saw this. Corporation, corporation. Kraft recalls cottage cheese due to poor storage. That's disgusting. Yeah. Well, cottage cheese is pretty disgusting. I like cottage cheese. Do you really? Yeah. How do you – you, you got to be introduced to that the right way because that is the most nastiest thing I've ever eaten. Mm, I mean, I can eat cottage cheese with like a spoon. I like cottage cheese. But then again, I'm a, I'm a really big dairy person. Like I've got – I mean, you've lived with me. I have milk in the house. That's pretty much what I drink. Cereal, milk. Yeah. I drink a lot of milk. Yeah, you need to stop the dairy. This is dairy. I might get a calcium deposit when I'm older. 1.2 million cases of cottage cheese has been recalled. That's a lot of cottage cheese. That's just due to precaution, too. Um, yeah. Tulare, California is where the uh, cottage cheese has been improperly stored at lower than room temperature. Well, I'll say room temperature, but <laughs> kind of room temperature. I, I just want to take this time to say our hearts and thoughts and prayers go out to the folks in San Diego. Wait, hang on. I'll listen before you get fire. to that. Well, we're going to talk to that because we're going to call San Diego I'm next hour. I'm saying my hearts and my thought and my prayer. You don't have to say it, okay? I'm saying Matthew Schaefer. Matt, the intern. By the way, I, just, I feel like this is a, yes, something on my end to let people know about the cottage cheese. It's not just, <laughs> still it's, talking about this cottage cheese. It's not just regular cottage cheese. It's strawberry cottage cheese, pineapple. It's everything. Don't eat Knudsen, <laughs> Breakstones. I'm trying to save people's like lives you're really, here, and I, No one cares. Yeah, they do care. You already said don't eat cottage cheese once, and then you said 1.2, no. and that shocked everybody. Yeah, that was recalled. We got it. Just saying. No one eat cottage cheese right now, okay? Kevin Gassman. This has been a public service announcement (laughs) by Kevin Gassman and Voice America Talk Radio. Monsanto. People in Oregon are actually going for a a vote to ban GMOs in Oregon, at least for a small community. Well, didn't Ukraine just become the first country? Are they like the first? There wasn't a. There was an actual country that just became the first country to ban it altogether. There's, a, there's been a few countries that are working on doing that, and we're the last ones to even label our stuff, label our foods that have GMOs. What's in it? They won't let us know what's in it. That scares the crap out of me, Matt. And especially if I eat it, it'll definitely put the crap out of me. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sad, man. We got to – it's yeah. – all right. There's another dwelling on it. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. You want to talk about San Diego? Sure. All right. Let's talk about it. Okay. Well, they're on fire, man. They got tornadoes. I said my heart. Tornadoes and of fire and prayers. Do you see how easy that was to say with not having to go into any more detail? Yeah. Like I didn't have to elaborate. What else can we talk about? Uh, we could talk about how Vince McMahon lost three or four hundred million dollars. You want to talk about wrestling? Yeah, dude. Let's talk about it. WWE. All right. So check it out. Vince McMahon lost over three hundred million dollars last week mm-hmm. in stocks because the WWE stock plummeted. I mean, like we're talking from like twenty in the twenties of dollars, like back down to the single digits. Okay. And Why? Reason being, which I was going to get to, is they have not hit their one million subscriber rate yet. So they had anticipated by the end of the year. I mean, and we're only in May, so they still have seven more months. They've got about six or seven hundred thousand subscribers. They lost a good amount the night after WrestleMania, 
And that I, was a huge WrestleMania. Yeah. Why would they lose? Because they, they've culminated, they peaked, and people said, you know what, I saw it, I don't need to see it anymore, I'm done. Maybe. Or Maybe. did they sign up just and, and left? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Signed up, probably left. Well, what's the service? Ten bucks a month. And what do you get? You get... You get the hoaxer calling you up at home? Pretty much. No, you get... Good morning, brother. <laughs> Wake up, brother. Wow, this is Kevin Gassman on two cups of coffee, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, no, what you, what you end up getting... A personal wake-up call from Hulk Hogan. Right. You, you, what you end up getting is basically all the content. So you can watch like pretty much every Monday Night Raw, all their pay-per-views, all of ECW's, WCW's, everybody's pay-per-views, right. all, of, all of the past. It's like Netflix for pay-per-view fans. Okay. And all their you, content. Right. And right. then you get original content, like shows that they put out, the shows they're putting out. they got a reality show yeah. right now. And then on top of that, you get the pay-per-views. So do you think wrestling has maybe reached its peak? It might be. Like, the thing is, like, you know, with the stock dropping as way, you know, as hard as it has, like, I mean, they're not ever going to fall because there's just so many fans who watch the show and right. they're global. You know, they're a machine. However, that's not to say that they can't lose a significant amount of money that can affect the overall product. Well, it sounds like they're maybe doing a little bit more than they need to do, in a sense. They're maybe getting a little too fancy. Or... Well, what happened was is they banked on the WWE Network, the WWE Network itself, uh, now because they show all their WWE pay-per-views there, they're not showing anything on satellite providers such as Dish Network or DirecTV, and uh, they, those two subscribers pulled them off the lineup. So they're losing pay-per-view revenue, but their you know strategy was to make up that money in subscribers, and they haven't hit it yet. So I, well, everybody, t- everybody in Wall Street kind of freaked out. And- well, I'll tell you what. When uh, Medicinal Mike calls up in about 20 minutes, he is a huge wrestling guy. Okay. He, and he is involved in a wrestling organization out there in San Diego as well. Which one? So we'll talk to him when we uh, – I'll ask him. I don't know exactly. Sounds good. But he's involved in all that too. Okay. He's a really cool dude, and we're going to play some drug code with him and name that drug and all that fun Are you, stuff. Are you, can, can you, you, know, uh, you should have huh. just had him call you Skype, and you could have just cr- controlled everything in here. Well, uh, no, I, it's got to be on that side anyway. What? Lazy. What are you worried about? All right, going global with gas, man. Yeah, what are you worried about? VoiceAmerica.com. It's, yeah, it's 152, by the way. Pacific time. Okay. It's Saturday. It's voiceamerica.com. You just said that. I just said that. You're going global with gas. Man. You, you just said that. Um, <laughs> I'm just what song are we playing now? Uh, let's play this music. And I got Viva The, who now go by the uh, the name C- Sir, Senior. Senior? It's S-R dot. Siri? S-R dot? I know the girl. Her name's uh, Val Yum. Where do you meet these people? <laughs> Val Yum playing SR Dot. Val Yum is the singer of the band. SR period. She was coming through Phoenix. I had her on my radio show. SR Bulletin. About a year and a half ago. <laughs> and she's in a band called V The The. SR Splotch. Which is great. Awesome, awesome music. And SR I really, Circle filled with love color. Love the tunes. <laughs> and they changed their name to Senior. SR. Sin- S- SR Dot. Sir. Yeah. Sir, you are. So but it doesn't change the fact that the music is still really good. How do you feel about that when bands change their name? We had it happen here in, in Phoenix. A band was called Palms, and it turns out there was a, a super group getting together, and they called themselves Palms. Okay. So the band who was here obviously can't compete with that, ended up changing theirs to Love Palms. Are they still good? Yeah, it's the same band, but you just have to, you know, you have to rebrand yourself. You, as a band, have to do some serious research 
on if you're picking a name, that, that thing can't be made. I mean, I've, I ran into bands who have uh, the same name as the band that was there 20 years ago. That's true. I mean, the so, cro- I mean, like, I don't want to like name drop, but I can just think of a couple off the top of my head, you know, where they're local here. And I I know for a fact I've seen that exact same band, maybe in a different genre. Like, you know, if you type it in on up their Facebook or Reverb Nation and like multiple different right, bands come right. up, you're like, uh, whoa, like, why didn't you research this? Why didn't you take the time to pick a name that was not, unique. Man. You got it's gotta be unique. I mean you guys are Puck Zoo, P U C K X O U. Nobody's got that. And that is uh some great reggae music that people out there can listen to um on your own time, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> I listen to it all the time anyway. So but we're, you guys we're fine. Are a lot of fun to watch on stage, some great <laughs> tunes as well. I see big things happening from that. But anybody else out there listening, I know we like I said we got listeners in Vietnam, Australia, Germany, China, Russia, London, Canada you got to know bands out in those areas. And if you do, send them our way. Yeah, send us links to their websites, and we can take a listen to their music. And if it's good enough, we can play it. And when I mean good enough, I mean more of the quality side. Yeah, just quality. Right, exactly. We're not so. going to be like judgmental on what they're saying and the sound of it, as long as the actual radio quality is there. I don't like being judged. Judgy. Unless it's country, I don't know. Unless it's like Vietnamese country, if you send me some of that, I'm definitely willing to take a listen. Absolutely. Right? That would be really cool to listen to some of that stuff. So keep that in mind. Kevin at KWSS.org is my email address. And we're going to play some music again. These guys are based out of uh, Tennessee now. Okay, that's my favorite football team. Area. I know. Titans. Is it Tennessee? Titans. You don't like the Titans because no, you're, you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But maybe. when we first started the show, you were like, wait, 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 <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Front there, so no. I love Steelers, man. We got like the biggest lineman on the on the. Uh, I the saw draft. that. I saw your little meme you shared on your <laughs> Facebook page. It's gonna be an exciting football year. All right, this one's called Match. Again, the 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 is responsible for the song, but now they're called SR Splotch with a dot or something. It's just SR. Look them up. Either way, it's right here on Going Global with Gas Man on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel.
Up on my end, and you call this the bailout. Now you're starting a trend, covering up the things you do. It don't make any sense. Should be up in a jailhouse. Don't stop pretending. The facts don't point back to you. You could be the better man, or hurt yourself in the long run.
Dezember. Bottom Lighters, Homegrown's The Tune, and uh, those are friends of ours who were in the studio a couple weeks ago, and that show is available on our VoiceAmerica.com page, Going Global with Gas. Man, 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 man. And that was a really fun show with those guys. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. It was a great show. That was the 19th, I believe, of April, so go check that out for one of the old podcast shows, which you can find us on, on iTunes and Stitcher and all those places, but those guys, they, they played some great acoustic tunes for us as well. All those are up there, so... You can have some fun with some of the past shows we have here on the show. Every Saturday we start 1 to 3 p.m. This is our second hour. We have until uh, 3 p.m. and we're out of here. We're going to hear from Medicinal Mike, comedian from San Diego, will be calling us up. And he's also irreverent, by the way. 
You know, Kevin? Yeah. If people want to hear their business mentioned right here on Going Global with Gas, man, man. <laughs> they can send you an email, Kevin, at withgas.com, G-A-S-S dot com. Yeah, you know, we could try to work out some programs where if you want to advertise on this show, I can maybe also squeak you in on my radio show. Boom, boom. 93.9 FM in Phoenix, Arizona, top 15 radio market in the country. Cheap plug. <laughs> it's always a cheap plug. All right. Um, we have a, uh, we talked about this before, I think we have here, um, our cereal peer. Have we talked about that here? What? At work, in the bathroom. Oh, the cereal somebody, peer. Somebody's yeah. going to the bathroom and missing the toilet. Hitting the floor and hitting the seat. No, and no, that's been, that's no. They're purposely peeing on the floor. There's something weird going on, Matt. We, we we had somebody in here who had a deformity, and his hands were a little bit, you know, not all there and everything like that. And we thought it was him because you know just figured, you know. Okay, <laughs> I know, let, but can, he left. You know, before we move on, yeah, to that, well, I just well, want to I just want to point this out. I just had a conversation with my personal trainer yesterday. Yeah, as a male, it should not be hard to you know. Make it in the bowl. Like, you don't even really have to touch it. You can, you can kind of sit like a chick, man. You can kind of, like, you know, just pull down your drawers a little bit, let it pop out, do your thing, and pop it back in. You don't even have to touch it. You don't have to wash your hands. You don't even have to miss the toilet. You can sit like a chick. You can sit like a chick. Yeah. Anyway. So I, get it, well, I always go to the bathroom, and I, I just I don't touch any of my hands, so I use my, my shoes to lift up the seat. And so I grab the end of the seat, and I lift it up, and there's pee all underneath the seat. And, like, the tip of my shoes got wet. Interesting. And I'm like, this is disgusting, man. So I'm, I'm about to, like, lay down a big, huge blasted email to everybody at work and says, whoever's doing this, stop. It's gross. It's unprofessional. I mean, we're at a studio. It's like people coming in. You don't want that to happen. Yeah, you no, we're, we're a business. We're a radio station. You know, It's really weird, Monday man. through Friday, we have regular shows, and we have regular business professionals such as myself. So if you ever would like to consider doing radio just like me and Kevin here, you can look me up on the About Us section of voiceamerica.com. You can contact me, and I'll let you know how you can be a host here. Yeah, um, that's a cheap plug. That's a cheap plug for me. Um, in Houston, this dude is apparently doing some serial pooping Interesting. on front yards of houses. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, late night, early uh, morning, he's going out and doing his thing. A video camera actually caught him doing it and, you know, leaving the, the rags behind as well. So he's, he's obviously – he's wiping. <laughs> Do you think, like, down. have they, like, put the pieces together? Like, are these people that he hates or so – that's what I said because he hit one house a few times, like six times. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like an ex-boyfriend, a, ex-girlfriend, wow. whoever it is. Tip this person off to do this, or they hate that Just one person. Just go take crap on their lawn, bro. But the funny thing is, is that a, a resident was quoted as saying, we don't want that happening. We don't want dogs pooping in our yards. Why would we want a human pooping? But, like, who is okay with it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to say, like, we, of course nobody wants humans pooping on their front yard. Of course. Now, I mean, for the like, sheer comedy factor, I want to hear it. I want to hear uh, Of course. Of course. I mean, it's, it's weird that just someone would want to do that and drop a... Drop a deuce on a front yard. I mean, unless you have any kind of ulterior motive that would be doing something about that. Um, we're going to be hearing from Medicinal Mike here very soon. We're going to be calling him, or he's actually going to be calling us up from uh, San Diego. Is that why you made me run to the other room? Yeah, it's like a couple minutes away. Okay. I, I, well, I, I looked at the clock on the wall, and it says uh, 2.15, but then I looked at my computer. It's like 2.11, so the clock on the wall is a little fast. Kevin gave me, like, the evil eye. He's like, get out of the get room. Get in there now, man. Get in there now. <laughs> I know, right? Right. Um, what else was going to say? Um, I don't know. I had something on my computer, but I left. Oh, breaking news. Uh, yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks just named Chief Baseball of Operations uh, 53-year-old and Hall of Famer Tony La Russa. Yeah, you know, go check out our sports channel for that. I'm just saying. We don't talk sports here, Matt. It, we just did. <laughs> 
I know. It's, it's relevant. But, you know, what does that mean? That's like, you know, I've seen ba- baseball teams, football teams get the, you know, the big name ex-coaches, you know, on their staff. And does it really matter? Does it change things? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes people actually, you know, win championships. Well, the, D- the Super Bowl. The Dimebacks. John Elway became the president of the Broncos. Went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they got their asses kicked. I'm just saying, he got into the Super Bowl. He can't <laughs> I don't win know the game he himself did, in though. the press box. I mean, having the name there is nice and comfy and cozy, I'm sure. But it doesn't win you championship. Well, when, when Gretzky, okay, here, great example. Gretzky came to the Phoenix Coyotes. Nothing happened. Well, he wasn't a good coach. He was a good player. But he, he only coached for like a, a day. I mean, it wasn't like he was supposed to be the coach. And he came in, but then he was in the operations deal, and nothing's really come out of that. And this is Gretzky, man. This is the number okay, one hockey this, player of all time. Some tra- just because you're a good hockey player doesn't mean you're going to translate to a good businessman. Well, it doesn't matter business. It's it's team. It is it's business. Making, it's making you're your running a team. team. Okay, a look at look at uh, Larry Bird with Indiana. Look okay. at uh, he didn't. He's not running again. He's vice he president was. of operations. Okay, but in, in, whatever. I'm just saying. Kevin McHale did it. You know, half the Celtics did it. Jeez. Um, I'm just saying it doesn't work that. way. You know, it doesn't work all the time. I was agreeing. That's what I was saying. I mean, maybe it will. The D-backs had a really bad start to the season, and they're trying to make their way, make a, make a so move. So bring in somebody who knows what they're doing? Yeah. Still, you need to change the mentality of the players. Won the World Series a couple times. You know, whatever. But that's St. Louis, though. That's what I'm saying. We, have to, we just hired the guy who did that. But St. Louis is a huge baseball town. Okay. There's, there's tradition of winning in that city. So why can't he bring the same tradition and mindset? To Arizona. Well, he he is obviously the there thing you is go. is you got to change the mindset. All right. Hopefully, if medicinal bike is listening. He'll call us. I'm <laughs> sure. Well, I know he is. He's going to call us in a second, and we're going to get uh, a hold of him soon. But uh, before we do that, I'll kill some time by telling you guys <laughs> out there, uh, VoiceAmerica.com, the channel you're listening to, the variety uh, every day, every Saturday. Excuse me. <laughs> That's one to three p.m. We do this thing live, going global with gas. Man. And uh, we podcast it. You can catch the past shows, and we will be doing some uh, big things coming up uh, over the summer. Maybe we'll be uh, heading out of town and doing our show from somewhere near you. Oh. Would you like to do that, Matt? Let's go on the road. Let's do it. That's what I'm 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 built for the road. I'll give me one second. I got a phone call here. Oh, lovely. Right on time, too. I love it. Medicinal Mike from San Diego calling us up. Is he there? Hey, brother. What's up, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. All right. Welcome to the show. Going global with gas. Dude, thanks for having me. I love it. Going uh, global with gas. I yeah. like it. We're expanding. I, I know. Man. I, I know you have that. Like that. Yeah, that's, that's Matt, the intern, by the way. I, I know you um, You have uh, posted on Facebook that it was cooking with gas. Uh, and, I, and I thought driving with gas and cooking with gas. I'm, I'm actually trying out new titles for your show. Uh, we just haven't told you yet. <laughs> well, that's good. Keep keep the ideas coming, man. Um, right. M- the M- universe with gas. <laughs> I, I love it all. My, 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 my name works with tons of things. I'll tell you that much. Um, but you guys, you, Medicinal Mike, I've known you for a few years now. And it's been a pleasure having you in, uh, in my phone. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're, yeah, no, I love seeing you, man. I wish you'd come out more. I would love to come out to San Diego, and that's where you are right now. But you've been traveling around. I've been seeing you out in Vegas and doing shows up there because you are a comedian. And but there's more than just being a comedian to what you do, though. I mean, uh, you have, you wear a lot of different hats, don't you? Uh, yeah, I'm like the the Da Vinci of pot. <laughs> <laughs> the Da Vinci. Of pot, yes. uh, I'm doing the Hemp Fest in Colorado. That's the big one coming up, August first through third. We want to have you there. Uh, so we are definitely going to work on that. That's like forty to 60,000 people celebrating hemp and 
in the new mecca that is Colorado. Uh, I'm also now hosting, well, I've been hosting the Nug Life radio show, uh, which was a podcast for a few years, but we've been picked up by Envisage, uh, and we are in the last few weeks developed in the development stage uh, for a nationally syndicated show. So we'll be the first cannabis education show to be on AMFM radio. Dude, that is awesome, man. Congratulations to you. Thank you. My co-host is Dr. Wayne Kelly. So we got real serious. Uh, he's a 30-year physician dealing with addiction, and he's also a cannabis doctor. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, we used to do the bong rip challenge, you know, and just smoke out celebrities. That was our thing. Now it's uh, dealing with real issues, and there's a lot of stigmata out there. Stigma. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stigma out there. Well, the stigmata uh, has to do with, uh, what, like, blood stains on your hands and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I've been <laughs> dealing with that, that for a few weeks trying to use that word. <laughs> well, let me, let me ask you this. I mean, you know, you being in Southern California, of course, the medical marijuana has been, it's almost about 20 years that it's been available out there, and you've seen some of the changes, or maybe not seen changes. I don't know what you've witnessed yourself, but, you know, seeing in Colorado now that it's, you know, fully recreational and available for everybody, at least over 21, what do you see as, you know, like, do you think you need to take a serious approach like you're taking with your show that you need to kind of straighten people out a little bit as you can't clown around with it anymore? I can't, you know, and it's such a, it's such a, just an everyday occurrence to me that I don't even think anymore, you know, because I'm, I'm smoking socially, uh, medicinally wherever I go. Uh, and then I go to these other states, and they're still, they're like, no, we can't smoke pot. It leads to uh, underage pregnancy. You know, <laughs> and these people, like the antidrug.com, if you go there, all these propagandas are still very active. Uh, and I, I just had no notice of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, pet, my pet pig just bit my toe. <laughs> <laughs> you got a pet pig? Sorry. Yeah, I have a little micro pig named Nugget. Nugget? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. He's just, today's the second day being allowed to run around the house. Nice. <laughs> Well, you know, what's funny is, you know, I, I always, when I talk about, because we, we do the Cannabis Corner here on this show every Saturday. We talk about drugs. We talk about, you know, what states are going for, what states are cock-blocking everybody. You know, just the antiquated mentality that seems to be trying to hold on to something that really just isn't there anymore. But when I talk about, you know, all the issues and stuff, you have to kind of take that, that tone of, you know, hey, listen, people, you might not understand what's going on, so let's try to educate you in the best way possible without pointing fingers and telling you I told you so, because it's kind of a fine line to get people to turn their mind and their attitude towards marijuana and cannabis. Well, the problem with it as a medicine is, well, you have three different kinds of medicines. You have preventative medicine uh, to, you know, to help you prevent from getting disease. You have treatment medicine, and then you have medicine that treats side effects, which is the huge pharmaceutical market. Uh, the problem with marijuana on that level is the side effects are wonderful, uh, and, and people can't agree with that, because if you're laughing and having a good time, you're not curing something in most people's minds. Um, I, I like it. As a recreational, I think, is a term that I don't enjoy because it almost diminishes smoking. There's no recreational beer as opposed to some kind of, you know, you're just smoking pot right. uh, for whatever reason. You know, people are spiritual with it. They're, they're medicinal, recreational. There's all kinds of things. Uh, but they, I don't think they should be labeling it. It should just be, everybody should just be allowed to smoke for whatever reason they choose. Well, what I like to think is that uh, smoking marijuana, one of the side effects is recreational fun. 
Right, right, right. I, mean, <laughs> I get along with people better. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it just is, you know, and it, it's just one of those things that people just can't. I mean, like if you probably run into people that, well, if it was legal, I'd be okay with it. But, you know, they're full of shit. You know, and for the most part, those people have smoked, and it's either they've had a bad experience with it, you know, first time you smoke, and it's too much paranoia, uh, which is a side effect, you know, <laughs> and can be very strong and overwhelming in the beginning, but that goes away. You know? But don't you think sometimes the side effects, and I actually had a chance to chat with uh, um, Hal, uh, Hal, was it Hal Sparks, the comedian. And oh, yeah, I love he, Hal. Yeah, and he's, he's not even a smoker. But he he made a really good point saying, well, paranoia, yeah, is a side effect to a certain degree. But for the most part, you're only paranoid because it's illegal. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. And then the the judgment of your peers, you know, you don't want to be seen as somebody who's, uh, you know, typically perceived as unmotivated or uh, any of the negative uh, undertones that marijuana smoking has. I smoke marijuana in the biblical sense. And, you know, I still run a business. I get my shows done, and I'm, I'm working all day. Yeah, and, But, you know, it takes a while to get to that point. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think you're right, you're right. But there are functional people who are smoking weed. Just like, just Absolutely. 14.6 million Americans, you know, uh, are smoking counted at right now. And then the rest are either lying about it or just not taking the, the vote. Exactly. But, uh, right, exactly. We, we function high. We've been functioning high forever. It's just it hasn't been out in the open. Right. And, and our, our marijuana is a lot stronger, too. Uh, you know, we could probably do with a less of a potency level. But if somebody who doesn't smoke, it'd be like somebody who doesn't drink. You don't hand them a bottle of straight vodka and go, here, start chugging. Right. You know, you give them baby sips of, you know, a Midori Sour or something easy on the belly. <laughs> Midori Sour, that's your intro alcohol drink. <laughs> that's what, you start yeah, that's with, what I drink. Yeah. Just start with the Shirley Temple, man. What the hell, dude? Right, yeah. You know, start start out low, and you might enjoy it more. Because if you go smoke something from, you know, a huge potency with a high THC or CBD level, uh, you might be in a place you don't want to be. You know, you're right. going to feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> so don't don't start off with dabs is what you're saying. No, no, no. Don't start off with dabs. <laughs> we got Medicinal Mike on the phone calling us from San Diego, and he's got a big show coming up at the end of, uh, well, it's the beginning of August, I should say, first and third, the Mile High Hemp Fest. And you are hosting, and you're putting together the, it's the High Altitude Comedy Showcase. And that's yeah. really cool, man. And uh, I'm sure you're going to uh, be excited to get away from some of the heat out in San Diego. What is happening with I've... the fires, man? Are you being choked out? Oh, dude, the radio studio is in the evacuation zone. Uh, like, they're snapping pictures of the fire that was right out front. Like, wow. <laughs> like I, I'm calling and going, hey, guys, you know, at what point are we going to, you know, get out of here? Right. Uh, but that, that fire has been controlled. This is looking like an arson is what they're saying, but it's close. It's 40 miles from my house. Wow. Uh, but it, when it, I had to go to the studio yesterday, and, I mean, it's, it is smoking out there. Yeah. Helicopters are flying all over the place, but it's only been twenty thousand acres. The fires in two thousand seven did like two hundred and eighty three acres. Uh, you know that was like the inferno. This, if by comparison, is you know Cali's ready for it. It's not even fire season yet. I, I, you're <laughs> right. It's not. And the thing is, you're right. They're, they're saying a lot of these, uh, maybe even the majority of them, might be all uh, uh, started uh, suspiciously. I've heard they've arrested a seventeen and a nineteen year old uh, in connection. I know they. 
took some people in and questioned, but I've heard they actually arrested two people. So I haven't heard any more details yet. No names or anything like that? Just, just... No, nothing yet. I, this was yesterday, too. So I'm sure that that information is probably, if not close to being released. I know at 17, they're not going to release his name. Right. But will they release his ethnicity? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Kevin went there. It's jihad on all of you. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, let's go, let's cover all our bases just in case. Would Kevin, you be shocked if it was a little Asian kid? <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I'd be shocked if it was anybody. I mean, I it just, I, I'm almost, I'm thinking it's two white kids to be honest with you, but you yeah, know, of course. Yeah, you know, of course. A cigarette or something in the woods. <laughs> the Those are traditionally the fire starters right there. Something right out of the trailer park. Exactly. Uh, we have uh, Medicinal Mike again on the phone with us here going global with gas. Man. On the Variety Channel every Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. He can go global with us and podcast us on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else you can find us online. But Tune in. Uh, I want to uh, ask you, because you, like I said, you got a bunch of things going on. Uh, you just got ordained? Yes. Check this out. Now, I, now, don't get me wrong. I was ordained years ago in Vegas, uh, but now I am, I am anointed and ordained uh, by Reverend James Marks for the THC ministry. The THC ministry. Uh, I, I have <laughs> they had. <laughs> that yeah, sounds made up, Dad. Yeah, chuckle up. a little bit. <laughs> Loophole. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> what, what it does do for my legal things is I do get a little sticker that says that anything I'm carrying is for spiritual reasons uh, and it's sacrament. Um, and what they do is they take the Bible or any speakings, it's pretty much all faith, it's non denominational. Um, but they're celebrating the cannabis. You know, they're bringing it out. Uh, the anointment oils have cannabis in them. Uh, they believe that the cannabis myrrh in time that was given to Jesus, uh, the myrrh was actually marijuana. Um, and just anything, the cannabis is all over the Bible, if you're looking for it. The sweet-smelling plant, the bush, uh, the burning bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be an STD back in the day. Who knows? Right, right. Just right. So high well, Moses went up there, God. blazed one, thought about it, was like, you know, we're going to have some rules. Right. Well, you know what's funny, though, is, you know, out of the, out of the Bible, I mean, it, it, can't you just more cherry-pick what you want to get out of it? If you're looking for it, you can get it. I mean... That's what the Bible's for, cherry-picking. Uh, I like to take the parables, me and Tommy Lucero. I call him Tommy the Baptist now, my <laughs> first of my 12 disciples. <laughs> nice. The botanical Messiah is here. Right. Um, <laughs> we, write, we write the parables, <laughs> and we're doing it so that it's uh, like footprints, but instead <laughs> it's, you know, uh, where uh, God said he would smoke with me forever, but then I only found one blunt in my ashtray in my <laughs> darkest times. And God said to me, "That's where I pocketed the other." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you did. You did post something. Was it earlier today about something about that? Uh, well, my, one of my co-hosts, John Helen, <laughs> turns out a super Christian. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, and a little offended by it, so I wanted to make sure. He said that probably more people would be, uh, but the response that I've gotten is, uh, you know, everybody knows that uh, uh, basically in the Bible it says adding words to the Bible. Uh, can only make it better. <laughs> but we're just having fun, and we don't want to offend anyone. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with letting a little spirituality hang out when you're smoking. I don't think so. I think you're right, man. I mean, it's it's it kind of it gets you in tune with it a little bit. You know, it depends on how you perceive and, and you know, when you get high and you start pondering things and, you know, you can go spiritual or otherwise you can just go and just watch cartoons all night. Right. Well, it helps you be in the present, you right. know, for me. I'm always worried about what's going to happen or what did happen. 
when I smoke, it just gives me time to enjoy the people I'm smoking with, enjoy the conversation, and just be kind of in the now and not stress out. Well, you uh, you, you also are you still running uh, your business out in in San Diego, right? You you yeah yeah I run a delivery service, yeah, okay. uh, marijuana delivery service out here, um, and. Uh, it's, it's going good. They have all kinds of ordinance. So the walk-ins are getting shut down so that they could reopen their lottery. But what they did is if you want to be a co-op now, you can go and either a bid on a location, uh, of their selected locations, which ended up being like 50 to a hundred thousand dollars to get your, you know, your okay acceptance card, which nobody can afford, right. uh, unless they came down from LA and, you know, they're already rocking and rolling. Uh, or you can be a delivery and, does not exist. They are not harsh on delivery. They don't like that the walk-ins cater to the military and children. Hmm. Uh, you know, making everything fun and games, and you know, they're not to you know come in and win a raffle prize or spin the wheel. And it's like, hey, you know, I don't go into my doctor and he doesn't let me spin a wheel for extra Xanax. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so we got to be professional about it. Be a responsible patient. That's that's the main goal. Wait, and I, I think everything will go smoothly. I understand you. You don't even have to spin a wheel. All you, all you have to do is ask your doctor if it's right for you. Right? He'll just give it to you. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, out here, man, you you can get a pill for anything. Yeah. Uh, that's how their business runs. I I, I don't take anything. I, I smoke pot, and if pot don't work, I suffer. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this. You know, living out there in San Diego, uh, being in the cannabis culture that you have been for so long. You know, when this became legal, were you already in the business right away, or did you? jump in a little bit later after it already been kind of uh, running a few few years? You know, I only got into marijuana because I wanted to be a comedian, and the marijuana location was right next door to the Comedy Palace. Uh, so I got a job of security in there, and that was years and years ago. And then uh, I ended up, you know, working my way up to butt tender, and then all of a sudden I was good at that. I was a manager, and... So then I opened my own place. But, I mean, I didn't – in California, as far as the state's concerned, we're legal 100%. I've always gone by what the state's telling me, not the federal. Yeah, but even the state's kind of – it's all kind of bullshit, isn't it? I mean, in a sense well, It depends on the election year. If, if elections <laughs> are coming – everyone knows. Every two years when the elections pop up, you know, shut her down because they're going to start raiding again. Because whatever Republican or, you know, is running for office uh, – uh, you know they want to make their they want to make their selves hurt, especially Bonnie Dumanis, who's the devil out here. You know, for marijuana. But, and, but you think about all the national attention that's going on with marijuana, and people are talking about you know families moving to a different state so they can help their kid with the medicine. And, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's Just even, heard about that. even states uh, the houses themselves are passing legislature to get it uh, medicinally legal for their states. They don't, they're not waiting for signatures by the people. So you're seeing a big flow going towards the progression and movement towards you know allowing medicinal marijuana go. But then you're having these pockets of resistance. And it's, it's such bullshit that I don't know why it's not being squashed more as opposed to you know, everybody else being you know, running with the pro-marijuana side. Does that make sense? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cannabis refugees, man. Well, the thing uh, is, is there's, there's the, the minority of the people who are against it, and they're making themselves look foolish. Michelle Lionheart, of the, she's the head of the DEA. She said if we made pot legal, dogs would die. 
<laughs> was that a threat on her behalf? Like, is she threatening to kill our pets if I, we it, make pot it, legal? Yeah, it almost said that. Like, what a dogs des- will die. Yeah, but what a desperate call that is, you know, to say, well, dogs will die if you make it legal. Well, you know what? Well, DC's we'll risk are looking it. so horrible right now because the, even with that, they just did that huge research where marijuana makes your brain uh, dumber. You know, and this, 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 these guys, they were scientists on a non-smoking level that just ripped apart this thing just because it was such a bad study. Uh, basically, this guy, he, he did a study on 25 people. He only did one MRI. He never even took comparison, no base groups. Uh, he's gone publicly against marijuana, uh, completely biased, and he was just taken so seriously. Uh, but, you know, like everybody else, just shot down real quick. Botheads are smart. Uh, we're, we're botanists, we're geneticists, uh, even the lazy ones, you know, are just really into the science of everything. So, and they're loud mouthed. So they like to go public and just dispute and refute or whatever that word is to say that these guys are full of crap. So I don't think they have the ammo that they did in the seventies. And they don't. And you know, with, again, you're just the hysteria, like it's still bad for you. And that's just so running thin that eventually you're going to start seeing people hopefully running for office that get that and understand it. But right now... Obama just ordered, a, what was it, 143,000 pounds of marijuana, uh, or 143,000 in marijuana for testing. So Obama's jumping the train right now. He's all hot. So all, all it's going to take is for the next, the next guy running, here's my advice, just say, I will legalize pot. I don't care if you like to kick puppies every day of your life. We'll vote you in. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Those scientists, I mean, the, the, the studies on, on the marijuana has been done. And we, we all saw Pineapple Express. <laughs> but, but these are the yeah. these are the cultural, results. Those are our cultural, those are like yeah. like our religious icons. Re- we, we have movies. <laughs> the reference, yeah, the references of it all. But the reason why we have the war on drugs and marijuana is a Schedule One is because Nixon didn't approve the studies of marijuana. He didn't like the results because they were against what he thought the marijuana was going to do. You know, like well, cure well, cancer. Think and, about money, man. The the cotton industry, right? You know, and the paper industry, the paper industry, it takes four acres of trees to make the same amount of paper that one acre of hemp does, right? So, but there are companies, multi-billion dollar corporations that own the cotton, they own these trees. They're not going to let marijuana do anything because as soon as hemp comes out, it's done for. Uh, in, in the old army days, and the army was all pro-hemp uh, because their parachutes were made out of hemp, the uniform, I mean, everything. It was crazy. And then Cotton stepped in, bribed everybody and their mother because they have the money to do it, and all of a sudden the president, you know, uh, is against marijuana. The movies are being made against marijuana. Uh, it, I believe 100%. This, it's all money. It's all, it's all big, big corporations not letting it. Uh, come out because it's going to hurt their pocketbook. Yeah, but you know what bothers me most about that is that the just, these corporations not being able to see like, hey, let's do this instead of what we're doing, and that way we can just make money on this. You know what I mean? It's like, why not? Well, you can't because hemp hemp is different. Uh, you can't grow cotton. I mean, people can't grow cotton, but you can't grow cotton. You're not going to go at home and grow a field of cotton in your backyard right. and make a sweater. You know, I can grow hemp and cannabis and make all, you know, I can grow two plants, make money off the two plants to grow five plants. Uh, everybody does it. It's just impossible to control. And, and they're not going to do it right because the individual grower uh, is always going to put more love into it than any corporation. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Minnesota Mike's on the phone with us here, hanging out with us on Going Global with Gas. Man. And uh, I want to play some drug code. You ready to play some drug code? I'm ready. All right. Oh, wait, hang How on. How do I play drug code? Just <laughs> follow, follow my lead. Some people, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to be skinned. To pop the magic dragon means they're really to, um, to smoke, uh, smoke um, marijuana cigarette. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. All right, drug code time. You can hear that, all right, Mike? I can hear it. Okay, good, man. But you got to tell me the, the theme song right here. That like, go ahead. Charlie's Angels. No, <laughs> same decade though. Uh oh, wait, no, that's uh, it was one of them adult shows, man. I was still, <laughs> I was like watching the Muppets. No, uh, it's not the Muppets, man. It, Come on, what it's it? chips. Chips. That's right. The two cops on the motorcycles. Yes. Eric Estrada. <laughs> exactly. Right on, man. All right, uh, drug code is the game. I'm going to be playing. We're going to play a couple different variations of drug code here. Okay, we're going to play name that drug, which is a, a, a prescription drug on commercial TV. But I'll play just the um, side effects. Okay. And then you have to name. <laughs> and then you have to tell me which drug that is. And then we'll play the actual drug code, where I'll give you a sentence, and then you have to decipher the code word and tell me what drug that means, that stands for. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He is ready. I'm excited for this. All right. Let's play some drug code first. I'll give you a sentence, and then you tell me which one it is, uh, the drug code and the uh, code word it stands for. So last night, man, that tornado was bomb. Uh, <laughs> that tornado was bomb. Uh, so it's got to be something that revs you up. Uh Let's go with a Red Bull vodka drink of some sort. Okay, Red Bull vodka. Does that count as a drug? Well, not really. We're, we're looking for drugs, drug drugs. Okay, let me give you a drug. <laughs> I would have to say, like, uh, uh, Adderall. Okay, you're going Adderall? All right, Matt, what do you think? I don't know. You said torpedo, right? Yeah. Or tornado? tornado. Oh, I thought he said torna- tornado. Yeah, tornado, yeah. It's, uh, oh, tornado. Huh? Yeah, tornado. Uh, I'm going to say crack. You going crack? Yeah. And nice. And all going, in. And, all in. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going Adderall, and uh, the code word ter- is tornado, and it is crack cocaine. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Good one. Dang. I had to think about how it like tornadoes up when those crackheads hit it. Oh, some crack. I thought I, I know crackheads. I've never heard them use that expression. <laughs> hey man, this is this is for real, man. This is hipsters, a, bro. <laughs> Hipster crackheads. This is no slang t- ra- uh, website. I got this from. This is this better be real. <laughs> get all these, uh, get all these uh, little code words here for drugs. I mean, like you know, like for for marijuana, you know, you got the, there's a ton of words you use to replace the. Because you know, if you're texting your drug dealer, you're not going to say, "Give me two, you know, give me an eighth of, of marijuana." You're going to be like, "Give me two cans of green paint or something like that." Right, two front tires. Right. <laughs> that means I'm not paying for it now. <laughs> you, you know what's funny is someone told me uh, they, what they do is their code word is uh, I'm going to go to my tutor and get some notes. 
That's a good one. That is a good one, right? But I, I told would believe him, that. I, well, I would too, but I told us, like, look, I'm, I'm over 40 years old. No one's going to believe that from me. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, yeah, they would. Just tell them you go to junior college. That's even sadder. De- demote yourself in life to get an excuse out. Right? <laughs> you might as well just say you're smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> just go straight to it, man. All right, let's get to the next one. Next, to- next drug code. Come on. Next, next drug code. Next. All right. If I was if I was prepared, one. I'd be ready to roll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's the funniest thing you've heard before? Me? Well, no, I really, Mike. I'm on a no. mic. <laughs> I wanted to hear what Matt. Sorry, Matt. Well, Matt what do you <laughs> no, no. Go ahead, Kevin. Let's let Mike <laughs> talk. <laughs> Burn. Uh, the funniest thing I've ever heard. Uh, uh, everyone says what smoking glass. Uh, is a big one. I don't know if any of them are funny because they're all like crack and meth. <laughs> Who are you hanging around with, man? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm gonna have to find a better class of friends. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard poo used for meth. Like, yeah, let me get some poo. Um, I've heard uh, pizza rolls. Yeah, let me get a pizza roll. Like when you want like a dub sack for weed. Uh, I've heard attention for like a dime sack. Let me get attention. That's that's all right. That's all my right. drug code. Green T-shirts. Oh, I, <laughs> I like the attention. Pokemon cards I've used. Yo, I just got some new Pokemon cards. Play a new game. But then again, I have Asian friends. All right, here's another one here. <laughs> Drug code. We were hanging out with the Golden Girl last night. We were hanging out with the Golden Girl last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so it's got to be something with the female, the well, gold. Jeez. Uh, ecstasy. Okay, you going ecstasy? Yeah, I'm going to go with ecstasy. Matt? I'm going to go Molly. You going to go Molly? Yeah. Same thing. Oh, that's a good one. It's, it's a different variant. Okay. But you're going Molly to ecstasy. You both are wrong. It's heroin. Oh, wow. Uh, the Golden Girl heroin. Yes, yeah, the Golden Girl heroin. <laughs> and we'll do, uh, we'll do one more drug. This is a little variation. It's called drugs. Sushi or kids drink? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Which one is which? I'm going to give you a list of three here. Purple Mountain Blast, White Blossom, or Green Dragons? What do I? One's a drug, one's a sushi, one's a kids drink. Uh, Purple Mountain okay. Blast, White Blossom, Green Dragons. The Purple Mountain is a drink. Okay. The Green Dragons. I'm going to go with, uh, and what's the other one? The other one's White Blossom. Uh, well, White Blossom, we're going to say, is sushi, and Green Dragons is a drug. Okay, Matt? I'm going to have to agree on the Purple Mountain. I think that's a kid's drink. Okay. Sounds like a Slurpee flavor. Right. <laughs> it does sound like a Slurpee flavor. Purple Mountain Blast. I thought. The, I actually thought the White Willow was like a White strain, Blossom. A blight blo- sorry, I thought the White Blossom. Uh-huh was probably a strain roll, okay. and then the dragon was probably the sushi. The dragons? Yeah. Sushi? Uh, that is wrong. Mike, you are correct. Oh, wow. Nice. I need, like, we need nice. noise. We need, like, game show noises. Ding, ding. We need, we need well, some... they have, like, yellow, the, the yellow submarines, and, the, you know, when they put a color into it, it's usually some kind of a pill. Y- yellow submarine. 
That Those like were a, uh, quaaludes. Is it? It's, it could be a name for a, for a shit too. We're way far back with quaaludes. The ludes, man. Yellow submarine. That's like you know. It's funny. Is uh, I don't know why I think about this, but uh, John Lennon's toilet was sold at auction, and I was thinking about all the songs he wrote on the toilet. I'm imagining that Yellow Submarine was one of them. Oh, I would. I would love to take a dump on John's <laughs> toilet. <laughs> I would photo it, selfie it the whole time too. You know, you know what I'd else? Try to write something myself while I was there, so I could say I wrote that where the Beatles wrote their songs. <laughs> take a little, take a little poo on the loo. <laughs> I believe he wrote the song "Help" on the toilet too. Help, <laughs> help. needs water. I even, oh, that's funny. I even think maybe uh, "Love Me Do." <laughs> oh. <laughs> any, any, any others that we can come up with? Uh, you just uh, had me blank out my entire Beatles catalog right there. Yeah, right, exactly. All right. Uh, I, gee, I hope I have this. You, you want to do porno music? All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna save the uh, the prescription drug one for next time. I want to have you back on soon again, though. Mike. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, I'm here. We'll save that. <laughs> do you want Do you want to play some porno music or not with us? Yeah, let's play porn. All right, we're going to play porno. Let's play some porn. Let's just start playing scenes so you can hear it. Well, you, right. you know what's funny is, uh, Mike, you've been on my radio show a few times before, so uh, we never played this game before? Uh, I feel like we did. Well, then, we're going to play it again, Mike. <laughs> and we're going to see how much you've learned since the last time, since Kevin seemed distracted over here. Okay, here we, here we go. Is porn on music or not? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Oh, yeah, baby. It's time now for porn on music or not. Let yourself go and feel the rhythms of the sounds of sweet, sweet love. And it's doggy style. Test your skills. Is it the beats of passion, or is it some lame jingle you saw on TV or something else? I don't really know, man. Don't even ask me, man. I'm just the voice of this thing. Or no music or not. So hot, it's on fire. On our hot stuff, Hibachi of Love rates four for kids. All right, Mike, you in the mood now? I'm ready. I got a candle lit. <laughs> nice, man. I, I hope you're sitting down. <laughs> yeah, all I got to say is keep it in your pants, Mike. All right. right, right. We're going to play work on that. music now. This is uh, from Skinamax style porno or something else from television. You have to tell me, is this porn or is it not? It's not porn. They don't add a rhythm section to porn. <laughs> what do you think it is? Uh, is that, uh, oh, it's an actual. Is that like an actual song? Is that somebody something just did with a keyboard? No, it's something else. Uh, no, no, it's something else from TV. So it's either, oh, it's from oh, so it's either from TV or it's a porn. Yeah, but okay, the porno is either from Skinamax, you know, softcore B cable porn, or uh-huh. something else from television, like commercial oh. music or you know, uh, rolling credits to a TV show. Uh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, it's definitely not porn. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I was alive when they were using saxophones and theme songs. <laughs> You're just going, no? All right. Let me ask uh, Matt. What do you think, Matt? I don't know. Like, part of me wants to say no, because it's 
But the other part of me sounds like, you know, it could happen. I mean, this, I could be jerking it to this style of music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes so yes I'm, no? uh, you know, for the sake of a, you know, an actual competition, I'll just say yes. You're going yes. Yeah. Mike, you're going no. It is porno music. Nice. Really? With a rhythm section. I'm, I'm amazed at Upgrade the budget. Well, Upgrade. this is this is what I have. This is what I wrote down for what the porn is. It's, I said, yes, it's porn. And then I wrote down, chick getting it in an office supply room. Now, are they doing like anal or frontal? I don't know. It's, it's important. Sk- it's skin and max, man. It's skin and max. <laughs> you can't really see it's, anything. It's, it's all from the waist up, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they wear the beanie sock. <laughs> all right. Is this porn or is it not? That's TV right there. That's TV? What do you think? Yeah, that's going to be, that would have to be like, what's happening now? That's what I'm going to (laughs) say, the end of what's happening now. What's happening now? I love it. Rob's Place, taken over by uh, (laughs) Shirley Shirley Hemphill. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that shit when uh, Mabel King was gone and then Shirley became like their guardian? Uh, see, that's that, that five-year age difference right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're talking about. What's happening now, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. With okay. rerun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you saying, no, it's not porno, Matt? What do you think? I do not believe it's porno. Sounds like it's background music for like a car commercial. Background to a car commercial? Something like that. All right. Well, the answer is a porno, is it not? It is not porno music. All right. Tell us what's happening now. You're 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 one on one right now. <laughs> what is it? What was it? What's it from? That is from the Cooking Network. Interesting. Uh, and they're <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> and, and it's from uh, a show where they're cooking corn dogs. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, yeah, I could see are. that. Like one of those how maybe like you know how it's made. I could hear you that kind of music now. Something like that. <laughs> Ooh, add that mustard. Here we go. Is it porno or is it not? That's porn. Definitely. That's cheap porn. You guys are both cheap, going cheap, porn? Cheap, cheap porn. Cheap, cheap porn. That's Skinamax <laughs> porn right there for you, where they're dubbing over the voice. You can't hear the chick moaning, and you just have to use your imagination. Back oh. when they used to actually hump on the film and not film it. You know what's funny? For this game, I don't want them to moan because <laughs> it, it ruins. I'm like, oh, this is good music. And then I'll hear like, ah, ah, I kind of want ah. the moaning. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I don't mind the moaning. realism. But, yeah. I, but I can't use it for the game. Oh, right. Because <laughs> I don't give it away. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Mm. Is it porn or is it not? It is not porno what? music. What is it? <laughs> you guys are both wrong. And I'm super excited about that. See this? He's all happy because he won a game, <laughs> fooled some people. Right. We were talking about this before you got on, Mike, about how Kevin was going to be excited about all schooling. All competitive. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> all right. Playing well, on chaos. It, it is, it's not porno. You want to take a guess on where you think it's from? You kind of already did, didn't you? you? You said car commercial, Matt. Yeah. What about you, Mike? No. Uh, uh, gee, I'm going to go with a uh, Christmas dance hit <laughs> A Christmas dance on the uh, Matt? I yeah, with a the infomercial. <laughs> what do you think, Matt? Uh, 
Maybe no, somebody's not. cleaning something. No, right, never mind. It's from uh, HGTV and their show Redesign. There you go. See, cleaning something, redesigning. I was close. Somewhere yeah, close. yeah. Uh, that's a half a point. That, that's Courtesy a, point. Yeah, that's Thank a, you. That's maybe a, a, a C minus for effort. Okay. You know um, what? Can I get a cheap plug in here before we let Medicinal Mike go? I want to do one more <laughs> with you before we let you go. But we're going to do soap or porn. Soap? Or porn. Yeah. Soap opera. This is dialogue. Both important. This is dialogue. Both important. Okay. We're going to hear uh, some dialogue, and you're going to tell me, is it from a soap opera or from, from a porno? Oh, uh, I thought you meant like a bar of soap commercial. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, no, this no, is no. going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that would be very difficult. Um, no, this is actually from a soap opera, or it's from a porno, and it's just dialogue. So you got to tell me which one it's from, okay? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Is it soap or is it porn? They don't know that we're here, do they? Well, Michelle said I could use the hot tub anytime. So why do we have to sneak in? Because it's more fun that way. <laughs> yes. uh, that's Jenna Jameson from her 1984 Rocco Loves Jenna. No, I'm <laughs> that's definitely Jenna Jameson. That's like porn. <laughs> I'll play it again. They don't know that we're here, do they? Well, Michelle said I could use the hot tub anytime. So why do we have to sneak in? Because it's more fun that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, Ben, I... I really haven't been having much fun lately, but when I have had it, it has been with you. Oh, it's a soap. Uh-huh. This is too good to be a porno. Right. You're going soap, not porn? Yeah, it's soap. The Mike, dialogue. Uh, I'm going to go with porn. you got to go with porn, first instinct? Yeah, I, I definitely think it's porn. All right. Well, it is. I'm not even speaking Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it is not porn. It is a soap opera. Uh, I'm horrible at this game. It is the guiding light. <laughs> there was too much inflection in her voice. I'm so happy, Ben. Thank you. We'll, we'll, no, there's acting classes in there. We'll yeah. fool you next week. Um, Nug Life Radio Show, man. Yeah, NugLifeRadio.com. Yeah, perfect. Where else can people find you online? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Edge, anywhere. Tumblers, Twitter, Medicinal underscore Mike. Uh, everywhere. I'm so, everywhere. So, Medicinal Mike, are you, are you, you're hosting at the Mile High Hempfest, correct? Or are you... Yeah, to- yeah, I'm hosting the event, and then I'm also performing in the comedy show. Okay. And we're going to do the 420 dating game and all kinds of side shows, nice. and I'm probably going to marry somebody on stage. Not did, me, Mary, but I'm going to officiate it. Dude, you got to get to Phoenix ASAP, and we'll have to have you in studio hanging out with us, and we'll make something happen there. But before we let you go, I want to tell uh, Matt that you are involved also in wrestling out in... Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a commentator for Fans United Wrestling. Uh, and I, have, I also have uh, the first cannabis awareness wrestling belt that is flowing around in mainstream wrestling right now. Uh, and and it's, not a, like it's not a pot wrestling at all. It's real wrestling. Well, it's real fake wrestling. But, uh, but they do have a cannabis awareness belt, which is awesome. But I'm the commentator. Love wrestling. Nice, nice. No, we were just talking that, about that before you came but, on. I'm, yeah. a hu- I'm a huge wrestling fan myself. Uh, I have, oh, come on out, man. You got to come out for a weekend. Yeah, like I had my own, I used to run my own radio show in high school online. I sold it uh, for like paid for part of my college as far as my I website. just did a show with Rob Van Dam. Uh, in fact, if you watch, yeah, RVD. It was me and Rob. Uh, he hosted it, and I was on with Tommy Chong okay. uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah, nice. I saw that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I could get you. I'm, I introduce you. We do uh, Gangrel. I know. I know Papa Shango, Big Daddy, uh, shit. We know a lot of them. 
Nice. Well, we, we so, yeah, if you want to come out for a wrestler's cream weekend. Uh, well, I always tell my friends, you know, because I'm a musician out here in uh, Arizona. I'm in a band called Pugzu, P-U-C-K-X-O-U. We actually did apply to the Mile High Hempfest, so if, you know, pass it along, <laughs> cheap plug. They're a badass band, by the way. Um, uh, what I would do is send me a direct link on Facebook, right. my friend. I will definitely do that, good sir. Yeah, However, uh, I've always said that if it doesn't work out in regards to music, I would like to pack up everything, go to Florida, and try to get into developmental as far as... Uh, like a commentator for WWE or like one of the mainstream uh, wrestling uh, leagues out there. Oh, well, if you come out, uh, John Allen, one of my co-hosts, he owns the Federation. Uh, he does a great job with it, too. Uh, Fans United, I'm sure we can get you on and get you some, some hands-on commentating. There we go. Got a connection. Yeah, you just made a boom. Like, I'm yeah. red right now. I'm so happy. <laughs> you got him so excited, man. Yeah, I, I can go take a smoke break. I'll just throw you the mic. I'm You're done. Good. I'm <laughs> out of here, man. John, <laughs> go get a sandwich. We'll come back at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> right on, exactly. Dude, we will definitely connect soon, man. And I would uh, love to come out to, to Colorado for that Hempfest. That sounds like it'd be a blast. And in more ways than one. And, uh, dude, I'm more, than, I'm more than thankful of having you on the show today. It's been great oh, talking to you. Oh, thanks for having me, brother. Make sure you call me off the air, man. We've got to get something set up. I want to have you out there. I would love to do it. And I will come out to San Diego soon as well. So I need a. It's been a year since I've been there, man. Can you believe that? Matt said he'd drive. I'm down. I did. I love it, man. I love it, man. <laughs> as long as I can bring the band. Medicinal Mike. Yeah. <laughs> he can marry you. He can talk weed with you. He can. What else? You can yeah, get your, you can get. Nothing. I can get married, yeah, marry people, smoke pot, do whatever you want. <laughs> that's awesome, man. You're you're great, dude. Eight dollars. That's what I charge. Eight dollars. Eight bucks. <laughs> whatever you want. Eight bucks. And a dab. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dab. Dude, thanks so much, man. So it's been a pleasure uh, having you on the show, talking to you, and uh, you won't be a stranger to this program. I know that. We'll have you on soon enough. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. You got it, brother. Thank you so much. Hey, take care, guys. All right, you too. All right, let's get it for us. That's it. We are out. I'm going to play a tune to leave us out with uh, Haley Slaughter's her name. She's from Florida. Uh, this girl I know, she gave me a CD, and the song cracks me up. It's, um, I just title it the No Sex Song because she hasn't had sex in a while. Really? Ac- according to the words. Well, where does she live? She's in Florida, I said. Okay. Well, see, that kind of <laughs> ties back to my wrestling thing. Maybe you know, oh. kind of well, get out there. Cute, I'm man. single, bro. All right. Well, we'll, t- we'll go out to this, t- this tune here. It's uh, definitely brand new for us, and hopefully it is for you as well. Breaking out new artists on this show, Going Global with Gas. Man. Thank you for tuning in to the VoiceAmerica.com channel. Every Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m., we do this live, and then you can podcast us. Find us on VoiceAmerica.com, the Variety Channel, for all the past shows we have. This will be a past show starting tomorrow. We're starting in about, <laughs> in about five more minutes. So everyone out there, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great Saturday, and we will go global with gas next week. Good day, everyone. I haven't had sex in so long. My hymen has grown back. I haven't had sex since Michael Jackson still was black Well, the last guy I slept with Well, now he's engaged I've been so picky with my suitors My vagina is enraged That I haven't had sex I haven't had sex I haven't had sex I haven't had sex Well my moves have disappeared and at
atrophied with disuse. So I'm afraid if things don't change, I may never get to reproduce. Well, I've been waiting to fall in love, but that hasn't happened yet. I guess it's better to be pathetic than do something I might regret. So I still haven't had sex. I haven't had sex. I haven't had sex. I haven't had sex. Well, since I haven't done it, my libido is MIA. I should probably get some action before my pubic hairs turn gray. Man, I haven't had sex. I haven't had sex. I haven't had sex in so long. I haven't had sex. I haven't had sex and probably won't anytime soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 